Good afternoon, listeners. Welcome to the Under the Scope podcast where we discuss music. I am your host, Will Brost, and calling from an undisclosed location in the western United States is Patrick Anderson. Well, we're getting even more vague these days. Yeah, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to see exactly how vague I can get. I'm going to try to vague it up more and more with every opening. <laughs> calling from a place on planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> if that, I mean, why yeah. limit it to that? Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I uh I said good afternoon to begin the podcast. I hope that didn't throw you off because it's like 10 a.m. over there or whatever. Yeah, I was like a little bit like, hang on now. <laughs> but I'm in St. Louis, so wow. Okay, funny how time zones work. Um, but just gave a little clue as to where I am. I'm definitely not in mountain time. So. <laughs> oh right, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's a good point. I I, I just decreased your location. Yeah. <laughs> right. Somewhere on the, the the Pacific time zone, United States. There you go. Um, we're doing something different today. We're doing something fun today. Uh, Super it's it's an idea that I'm kind of surprised we haven't done by now, but uh, I'm excited for it. We are in, in the spirit of the Grammy Awards and the Emmy Awards and whatnot. We are doing our own award show. Yay! Yay! Woohoo! Uh, Welcome to the first annual Scopey Awards. Um, these are important, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> these are a much lauded award that every band hopes for mm-hmm. and dreams for year after year, and we're starting it now. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you, are, you guys, whoever's listening, are the first to witness it. Yeah, it, and so. it's, it's going to be spectacular. We have all sorts of categories for you. Uh, we have five that we want to touch on. We'll each give our own, and that's the thing. Two winners or two artists are coming home with awards per category. So you're giving an award, and I'm giving an award per category. So we're just yeah. we're sharing the love here, you know. Yeah. So this is even better than the Oscars. Right. Yeah. It, it would be like if both of us gave a Best Actor, and <laughs> it, would it have gone to Gary Oldman last year in either of our cases? Maybe not. <laughs> Probably yeah. not. But hey, he had Imagine a good, the yeah. Oscars like that. Somebody else comes up. No, I think that this guy deserves <laughs> Yeah, I think Kanye did that, right? That's the... Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> An award show where uh, someone at the Oscars gives the Oscar and then Kanye gives his own, like, Kanye Oscar <laughs> right. Yeah, to someone else. <laughs> so you can decide which Oscar is more valuable, the one from, or sorry, which Scopey is more valuable. <laughs> we're already selling out our own. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot what we were. <laughs> we are, we actually are the Academy. Um, so the Scopey Awards, uh, is there any particular category that you'd like to begin with? Well, I think that the fans would like to start out with. Ooh. Yeah, let's, okay. let's assume what the fans want. That's it. <laughs> That won't get with us in a, deep shit. Yeah. With, with a light <laughs> one, but an exciting one. Yes, yes. And I think one of the, that one would be the biggest surprise, don't you? I like that. I like that. Start off on a positive note. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. But like one that's also like, oh, interesting. I want to hear what their biggest surprise is, that kind of thing. Right, right. Because that's how they do the award show, is they begin with an award that it's not necessarily the biggest award, but it's it's captivating enough to to get you into it and it's like oh okay yeah Yeah, huh yeah so now we just decide this on the fly (laughs) right (laughs) right right (laughs) we're gonna do it so uh 
who wants to go first in the best surprise category? How about you go first? Because I decided we're going to do this. Actually, so. I like this. Uh, okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, biggest surprise, and this is positive surprises. Biggest disappointments yes. are to come. So, my nominees are MGMT, Little Dark Age, Casey Musgraves, Golden Hour, Playboy Cardi, Die Lit. I shouldn't be saying Die Lit. That sounds unnatural for me. Um, <laughs> Beach House, Seven, Kid See Ghost, Self-Titled. And the winner is Casey Musgraves, Golden Hour, for the biggest surprise nice. of 2018. Um, I thought this was a, a stacked category. Um, there's been a ton of great surprises this year. Uh, Casey Musgraves wins because she surprised me twice. Um, I tend to immediately kind of write off pop country music in general. Uh, it's among my least favorite genres. Um, even though her record was receiving a ton of acclaim, I was like, uh, maybe they're just, you know, showing some sympathy for the one decent country album so they look fair. Or, you know, I've disagreed with critics before. Maybe this is another one of those times. Blah. But I was surprised. Um, the first time I was surprised was when I first listened to this and realized just how much I actually enjoy this country pop record. Um, and it's weird that I enjoyed it because it very much is a traditional pop country record. It's not like she's reinventing the genre here. It's just very well executed. Uh, on our podcast, I gave it a 6 out of 10, which sounds low, but it's a positive review for me and certainly higher than what I was expecting. Uh, she surprised me a second time with this album when, toward the end of the year, I kind of reflected and realized just how much of an impact Golden Hour had on me this year. Um, I returned to that record much more frequently than I anticipated. So not only did I expect to not enjoy this record, even when I knew I enjoyed it, I didn't expect it to have any staying power. But I was wrong on both of those accounts, uh, so Casey Musgraves deserves the award nice yeah yeah go casey that, yeah for sure that's yeah i like that i wish we had music to play uh, <laughs> like after you after you announce the winner like <laughs> you know i have three so. music options just at the screen i'm looking at it says country division or good time I'm kind of afraid to figure out what those do. Country <laughs> seems appropriate, but good time seems very tempting to just throw on. Right yeah, now. right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested uh, to see if my nominees are similar to your nominees or if we have different ones entirely. This this will be interesting, I think. Well, you're going to hear it All right. in a second when I list my nominees, which will be What right are they? Now. What are they? Hurry. So, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. So, quick, quick. No. <laughs> so... Uh, the biggest surprise of 2018, Kanye edition. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, Pat edition. Yes, uh, yes. We have Casey Musgraves with Golden Hour. Ooh. MGMT, Little Dark Age. Okay. Cardi B, Invasion mm. of Privacy. Mm. Travis Scott, mm. Astroworld. Mm hmm. Rollo Tomasi, Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It. Mm. And the winner is... 
Casey Musgrave. Hey, look at, hour. look at this. Look at this. Wow. Biggest biggest surprise for both of us this year, but not the biggest surprise that both of us picked it as a biggest surprise. Yeah. Basically. Sorry, go ahead. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you said that, I was like, yeah. That's, you know, <laughs> Out of all the albums we could have picked, we both had the same. All right. <laughs> It's good though. It's good though. Well, this was honestly though the biggest surprise because I mm-hmm. definitely didn't go into this year expecting to actually really enjoy a country record just because of either biases I already have against country music or just, you know, the fact that there's not that much quality content out there especially in the pop con- country world. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, this was just like a stellar listen to go through as far as like country music goes it's like one of the most well-produced pop records i think i've heard all year um the lyrics are like not horrible there's some strange moments on there that are kind of like hmm. <laughs> but for the most part it's like it's a it's a very charming album that is like uh yeah that i don't mind going back to you know here and there and it's something that's actually really preferable in like the warm weather days and things like that too so congratulations casey musgraves nice and yeah that's a good point it's a very good summer record especially um i like how we went into this with this (laughs) this kind of kanye thing where the the oscar or the scopey would be announced and then kanye would come and say something different but we agree right off the bat so yeah, right. it's like if it's like if kanye went up to interrupt taylor swift and was like this was a good choice i, <laughs> yeah, I agree i agree with this one <laughs> and then it gives her a second grade <laughs> i will let you finish but good call by the academy on this one they were correct yeah <laughs> i like this idea <laughs> this is great Right, you you go ahead and you choose our second category. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm just gonna jump to a, a a random one. Let's see here. How about how about best album title? Because this one's right. this one's interesting. Okay. Um, this one, uh, I thought. Oh, who? Okay, so if I pick the category, does that mean you're going first on the? How how is this gonna work? Uh, I'll go. I guess I'll go first because you're gonna pick it. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. So best. We're gonna flip flop. Yeah, yeah. We if if there's anything we do on this podcast, it's flip flop. It's the <laughs> our <Yeah>. opinions. <laughs> our, we just do a lot of that. So uh, best yeah, album. You know, title. you know how far with that. <laughs> oh man. All right. When you're ready. Okay. So best best the best. Sorry. <laughs> I was like damn. The Oscars will be right back. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Best album title. um, Sorry. This is now we have the award for best album title. The nominees for best album title are. Oh, wait. Should I say the artist first, actually? Yeah, I I would go. I guess so, yeah. I'm just doing artist album for all of these. So. Okay. Yeah, actually, that makes sense. I didn't list the artist. I just realized I didn't list the artist. 
that I just listed the titles, but I know the artist who, who's behind it. So. Well, that's good. Okay, as long as you know. <laughs> but I realized, like, while I was saying that, like, oh, actually, that's, like, not a great way to do it. <laughs> like, okay, well, who did that album? <laughs> it's like if they did Best Actor and, like, instead of naming George Clooney, they named, like, his character's name or something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <clears throat> rewind on that. Mm-hmm. The nominees for best album title are Rolo Tomasi with Ooh. Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It. Mm. The Body with I Have Fought Against It But I Can't Any Longer. Mm. Father John Misty with God's Favorite Customer. Mm. Idols with Joy as an Act of Resistance. Mm. And Daughters with You Won't Get What You Want. Mm. And the winner is the body. Did you hear that? The body. The body with I have fought against him, but I can't any longer. Sorry, you were drunk. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I I should I should have stopped the drum roll. (laughs) But yes, I did hear you. Yeah. The body with I have fought against it, but I can't any longer. Um. Yeah, this is just like a really cool album title. It's like super super messed up but it's pulled from um a uh, virginia wolf poem and mm. basically pretty suicidal poem uh, about depression and anxiety and um the title of it kind of tells you what's going on there but in context with the album itself and just as like a just as an idea for an album title i think it's like really cool very striking um yeah it makes it makes perfect sense with how they recorded the album yeah awesome it it instills a lot of like whoa like that kind of feeling and i think that that one this one is more so than any of the others was one that I like the album that I was like, holy cow, that's kind of a crazy album title. That I and I think you have an advantage in this category in a way because you listen to a lot of heavier music, and I find that heavier music tends to have better album titles, or at least yeah, I they think like so. to pull from a lot of dark poetry for their right for their album titles, and it's always this really sinister phrase and all of that. No, that's a that's a good choice. I don't think I listened to that entire body record. I know I liked the song you had put in a playlist or what have you, but I don't think I got around to that whole record, but. No, it's a it's a good yeah. choice. Um, well, best album title, so yeah, right. It's it's the best. Uh, if you don't listen to the album, just know that it's a really good title. <laughs> you should have just because uh, I wouldn't have known that was the body. So you should have just not said the body. You should have gone with just the album title. And I'm grasping for air, trying to figure out who the hell did it. Like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> um, my my best album title nominees. <clears throat> Gene Gray and Quelly Chris, Everything's Fine. Mm-hmm. Father John Misty, God's Favorite Customer. Mm-hmm. Idols, Joy as an Act of Resistance. Mm-hmm. Courtney Barnett, Tell Me How You Really Feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. J. Cole, K.O.D. Because here's the thing with this one is it, it means kids on drugs, but it could also mean King Overdosed. It, it could also mean Kill Our Demons. So it's kind of next level genius with that one. <laughs> <laughs> just something to consider um 
I think we know who wins. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing with that, though, is like I'm sure he only meant it to mean kids on drugs, and then some hyper fan oh, was yeah. probably like, what if it means King Overdose? And J. Cole's like, yeah, I, I meant that. I meant it to mean that also. He's <laughs> just taking credit. Um, our winner. It's not J. Cole. I thought we were going to have a Casey Musgrave situation for a moment there because my winner is Idols. Joy as an act of resistance. Nice. Mm-hmm. So along with the point you made, I agree uh, in the sense that my favorite album titles not only sound good on their own, but they also convey the message of the album or they describe the uh, album experience in some way. Um, Joy as an act of resistance sounds pretty fucking cool on its own but it complements the album's approach perfectly i think um it's a post-punk record uh it's an aggressive one at that uh there's clearly a lot of rebellion and resistance on this record um when they're discussing let's say you know like pro-immigration stances um anti-media stances lyrics opposing toxic masculinity there's a lot of rebelling against the norm on here um but it expresses these political and societal opinions in a way that is just fun as hell. Um, Idol's music is full of uh, these energetic riffs and these catchy choruses. Uh, they make fighting the system sound really fun. And so Joy as an Act of Resistance is my album title of the year. So congratulations nice. to them. Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that was that the only no no we had God's favorite customer. Too. Yeah, that that one almost won. Um Yeah. Great. I mean that's a fantastic one. All of these are great, yeah. Yeah, right. And this I, one this yeah. one was a tough one to do. It was. I mean there were a, a few more that I could have thrown on there as nominees, but I think uh I think Idols ultimately was the uh, the runaway here. But yeah. Yep. Alright, where are we All going right. next? Let's do uh <laughs> Hmm, what should we do? What should we do? Let's go to Best Breakthrough Artist. Love it. Love this. Let's do that. Yeah. I okay, this is this is a this is a fun one, I think. Yeah, this one is this one is good. Yeah. All uh, these categories are good. We, we did really good we did a good job with this one. And just patting ourselves on the back. Yeah. To to <laughs> to pull back the curtain a little bit, I think we had discussed maybe doing best music video, but we had already mm-hmm. done a podcast about this is America, so we kinda were just like, yeah. <laughs> Would have ended up with like Casey Musgrace if you The best music video is This is America. The only one we talked yeah. about all year. I'm gonna let you finish, but no, you're yeah. right. It, this is America was the best music video this year. <laughs> um, best breakthrough artist. This one's kind of fun because you can define it in different ways too, but I'll explain my thought process here in a bit. My nominees, Amen Dunes, JPEG Mafia, Saba, Snail Mail, and Sophie. This field is stacked. Um, I, I based my decision on a few factors, um, how big of a leap they made this year, how much buzz they had this year, and how much I personally enjoyed the music they released this year. Um, I really wanted to give this to Sophie, but I think she broke through a little bit too much last year, uh, with her, uh, you know, production on the Vince Staples, and I think she had an EP last year. Uh, I also considered giving this to Snail Mail uh, because, I mean, she is like the indie darling right now. She has the most buzz of, I think, anybody on this list. 
but you know personally while i liked her album i don't think she's bringing much new to the table so my winner is jpeg mafia um because the internet went crazy about him this year he had so much buzz i love his album veteran from this year uh and i think his music could have some sort of impact on hip-hop in the near future uh his approach to hip-hop is it's experimental it's glitchy it's crazy but he kind of blends his style with enough mainstream hip-hop tropes to make his music sound somewhat accessible and catchy this isn't purely like shabazz palaces or something this is music that i could i could maybe see someone throwing on because jpeg raps in a way that is more familiar to maybe the average hip-hop listener um he nails that balance between accessibility and experimentation i think um and after this album came out <clears throat> whether he was influencing the new earl sweatshirt record or whether he was being featured on uh denzel curry's record i think there's some staying power with him um i think jpeg uh peggy i think he's a breath of fresh air and uh, i look forward to what he does next so congratulations to him nice yeah love that guy i like that we're gonna have uh some similar nominees on this one it's i mean they were so many well-deserving nominees but i think there were there are some clear standouts this year yeah pretty big standouts yeah, yeah. but they are any of them could win so i'm excited to see what you think well will uh, will we pick the same one i don't know ooh, ooh. let's, find let's out. see um all right so the nominees for best breakthrough artist are saba mm. cardi b oh wait should i just say the album titles too uh, no, because it's a. I guess yeah, because it's, it's just the artist, right? Saba, mm-hmm. Cardi B, mm-hmm. Sophie, mm. Snail Mail, mm. and JPEG Mafia. Mm. All these pretty similar to wait, to yours. Mm-hmm. All these well deserving, but there's only one that can win, and it is Saba. Nice, nice. Yes, good choice. So. Uh, my reasonings actually are very similar to yours, but I think that um, what I, I also consider like what I like potential that I see, mm-hmm. uh, like staying power. I guess I don't know. You were saying that too, so I guess we have pretty similar ways of, of thinking about this. But Saba, to me, put out one of the most subtly like um, staying albums in in his genre this year. Mm-hmm. Um, because like the way that like the 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 way that he put out this like moody hip hop um, sort of slightly R and P kind of thing is really impressive that he can make an impact and like a and a distinction in today's world because there's so much of it going on right now and so with that I think that it's. Uh, like he's going to be really important for that genre because I think he has a lot of actual like artistic eye for mm-hmm. this for this genre. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much what it was. There was a lot of good good candidates on this, but ultimately, I think Saba put out something that will uh, that will influence a very mainstream uh, genre, which is very hard to do. It's a great point. Great point. Great choice. Uh, I, I, shoot, I kind of, 
I'm not changing my vote, but you you make a good case because he he's like a, a a mellow, more mature Chance the Rapper type. He's not as yeah. crazy. And the thing with Chance is he's more. I don't want to say he's flash in the pan, but his music kind of gets old. But Saba, the way he approaches uh, his music, it's it, it has some substance to it, and it has some staying power to it, and yeah. just about anybody can get into it. I'm glad you actually, I think the last time we spoke, you hadn't gotten around to his album yet, but I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm glad I did too, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's good. It's good, a lot of hip-hop in our in our nominees here. Yeah, great stuff this year. Yeah. So, um, speaking of great stuff, the biggest disappointment of twenty eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Here we go. Um, this one's good. I like this one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this. I didn't want to end on this one. That's why we're doing this now when we still have another category. Um, yeah. Good call. So nominees for biggest disappointment. Uh, so think biggest surprise, but entirely negative. Um, Nas. Nazir. Courtney Barnett, tell me how you really feel. Kanye West, you. Myla, <laughs> this is where Kanye comes up and he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, Milo, budding ornithologists are weary of tired analogies. Did I read that right? Yeah. Um, and uh, what's my fifth one? Oh, uh, Arcade Fire, Everything Now, which technically came out last year, but it was really bad so <laughs> we didn't have an award show then so i wanted to i like it. i wanted I to like give it a spot the, the point is whatever wins this is not nearly as disappointing as what arcade fire was last year <laughs> we gave that like a three or something and it's like one of our favorite bands yeah. so there you go yeah. the winner is uh is nas with nazir um okay so nas is one of my favorite rappers ever um those who know me know that Illmatic might be my favorite album ever. Um, he helped me get into the genre, uh, and I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast if it wasn't for him, honestly. Uh, he kind of changed the way I think about music. Um, I thought his last album in 2012 was actually pretty solid. Uh, Life is good. Uh, there were a couple missteps on that, but there were some highlights as well. So I actually was pretty excited for uh, his new record. Uh, and he had, in between these two albums he had put in a few guest verses and he sounded motivated on those um the the biggest knock against Nas's career is that he often raps over lame and boring production but this time we're given an album produced entirely by Kanye West uh the result was well I guess <laughs> the most disappointing record of the year um the production is okay uh, maybe a little weaker than I expected, but it, it's decent for a Nas project. Um, the kicker is that we finally have decent production on a Nas album, and uh, he doesn't bring his A-game. Uh, his flows are pretty boring. Uh, his rhymes are they're kind of uh, lukewarm and simplistic by his standards. And the lyrics often dip into, like, anti-vax opinions and other like conspiracy theory bullshit fake pseudo intelligence crap um when you can yeah it's, it's such crap like i don't know he goes on this whole like a third of his verses about this anti-vax thing um so i mean that just kind of stuck out as like what the hell is this uh when you combine all of this with you know his the allegations of abuse made by his ex-wife calice and 
you know, he chooses to address anti-vax stuff, but he doesn't address the allegations at all. Um, when you combine all of that, I don't have much of a reason to look forward to a Nas project in the future. Uh, it, it's the most disappointing uh, album of the year. So there you go. Dang, I like those reasons for that. Mm-hmm. I, I I used to like this more than... This is kind of a weird comparison, but I, I ranked all of the... Whatever you want to call them. The, the good music Friday releases that came out like one week after another. Oh, and right, yeah. At the time, I thought... Kanye West, Ye was the worst of those, but now I think I think Nas is is the worst of that. Ye's actually grown on me a little bit, but still, yeah, yeah, dang, that's crazy. Yeah, so there you go, Nas. Congrats on the Scopey Award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Good to take home something at least. Right, right, that, right. This this Scopey Award is just like a middle finger. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a like a, a down vote or whatever uh, the podcast <laughs> right. equivalent of that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah all right what well, disappointed uh, you this year yeah my me disappointed this year comes in the form of kanye west oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> a perfect circle to eat the elephant i forgot about that <laughs> exactly that's the other thing is i only saved like i only kept decent albums in my library so there was probably something i totally forgot so shit out there well the only reason i put them in there was because like they i used to love them uh in high school and they still have some stuff that i think is really cool so and this is like something that was hyped about for like 11 years and then it like (laughs) just comes it's fucking terrible (laughs) Um, i'm sorry i cut you off but that's great anyway that's the that's them uh, one Thrix Point Never mm. with Age of mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake, <laughs> Man of the Woods, <laughs> and Big Red Machine. Mm. Big mm-hmm. Red Machine, mm-hmm. self titled record. And the winner or loser of this <laughs> nice. year goes to Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. Man of the Woods. Yeah, so actually it was a toss-up between this and Kanye, Mm. because Kanye, even though I gave it a 7 on the podcast, it's still like kind of a big thing, because it's like, if Kanye puts out an album, a solo album, I'm expecting like maybe top 10 of the year at least, Mm -hmm. so for it to be like maybe, you know maybe not making my list we'll see i don't know Ooh, i guess we'll find out next time when uh, when Um, we release our top 50 albums of the year on under the scope site.wordpress.com stay tuned (laughs) anyway it was a toss-up but i gotta give the edge to justin timberlake because fuck (laughs) 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 this dude put out the most mountain man like pseudo like masculine bullshit that i've heard like holy shit and i love i love justin timber like like he's I, I think he might be my favorite pop artist ever like he definitely makes a strong case for it at least mm-hmm. and uh and he's like he's a super influencer from back you know in the 2000s and even you know with a couple albums after but <laughs> this one this is just cringy like 
I went and camped in like <laughs> Death Valley for two days and was like, wow, nature is so cool. I mean, he literally like talks about how like mind blowing it is to just sit there on a canoe smoking weed. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. So this is the dude that brought future sex love sounds into the world and now he's writing a song called flannel oh god that's right yeah so i and i forgot that this album came out this year and i was looking through my list i'm like all right let's see what came out came out this year and then i saw that album art come Mm -hmm. up and i was like (laughs) (laughs) anyway i think we both gave this like a three or i think i might have i gave oh i gave it a two this album fucks or fucking sucks this album fucking sucks this album the Greta Van Fleet <laughs> this album, <laughs> this album fucks. fucks I uh, I just want to be clear this wasn't Man of the Woods wasn't one of my nominees I in no way want that to suggest that I liked it it's just <laughs> I don't have the 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 prior fandom of Justin Timberlake prior to yep. that release to be disappointed from it was disappointing in a way but I'm not the biggest JT guy anyway so there you go it was it's one of the thing. worst albums of the year for sure Here's the thing, too. Like, I wasn't, like... I mean, I was really excited for it because I'm a big Justin Timberlake fan, but I wasn't even expecting it to be, like... You know, Kanye puts out an album, I'm like, man, this, you know, Kanye's putting something out. Let's look out, you know, top, top ten. Let's look out album of the year, you know, mm-hmm. for good reason. For JT, I'm like, you know, it might crack, like, a, you know, a, like, somewhere in there or whatever. But for this thing to come out and be, like, what it is, holy shit... <laughs> It's it's like a guy who shopped at Urban Outfitters for the first time, like went outside, did, did half a weed brownie, and then <laughs> yeah, he like planted the planted the uh, an already potted plant in the ground and was like, wait, so you're telling me that I just <laughs> I just planted something and it's gonna grow. <laughs> An already it's awesome, man. <laughs> and to be fair, it is. But man, this album did not. I mean, we have a yeah. whole review of it. Um, I think it's important to. Uh, I guess we have uh, one more category left. But to kind of to, uh, to two. do we really? No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Uh oh. Secret album art. Yeah, and then what's the other one? Songs. Are we doing songs of the year now? Because I don't have them. Oh shit! Never mind. We're not doing songs. I thought uh, we're making. I think we're making songs a separate podcast. So. Oh, that's right. Okay, I listed mine out. Oh well, damn. Okay, well maybe next time. Next um, time, we'll have them ready. <laughs> next time, I've already got them ready. Damn. Okay, I'm glad that I. I'm glad that I like cleared that out because I was ready to be like, all right, let's do songs. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh. <laughs> so yeah. Um, that that sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, so best album artwork. Um, who went first last time? Uh, you did. So I did. Yes, I will, I will go first this time. Okay. So my nominees for songs. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I love the voice you're doing with this. By the way, it's so perfect. It's got to be the uh, award show voice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, favorite album art of this year is mm. "Low" with double mm. negative. Daughters, mm. you won't get what you want. Hermit and recluse. Mm. Orpheus. Kitsy ghost. Kitsy ghost. 
Compro with Ski Mask. Or reverse that, though. Oh, sorry. Ski Mask <laughs> with Compro. <laughs> and the winner is... Daughters, you won't get what you want. Nice. This one's kind of like a hard one to do mm-hmm. uh, on a podcast because you can't see the album art. <laughs> just picture so, it, though. Just you know, just picture it's a super smoky-looking uh, skull kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like it, it. I don't know. It's not. <laughs> I'm doing a terrible job of describing this. It looks like it's almost watercolored, and it's smoky and dark and sinister, and it's in a, uh, behind this all-black background, and almost looks like the face, whatever it is, is, like, crying or, like, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Um, it's a, it's just the most intense album cover I've seen this year, and, um, yeah, it just warrants a lot of emotions just looking at that that cover and then paired with this you know super apocalyptic sound throughout the album it just um it takes on a whole new meaning once once you once you get into the listening part of it so yeah this this thing definitely pulled in my attention super quick just looking at the album cover um yeah nice good job daughters way to way to kick ass with that album that album art no, it's crazy. nice no that's a it's a good one and yeah it it gives you or it, it kind of prepares you for the music you're about to listen to but it the music's even more intense than i would have expected even with that album cover yeah but it's a it's and a good one though you know i'm always a fan of just like a uh picture or something like that no text or anything like oh, that absolutely always always a fan of that i agree fact, with that all of these don't have text on them. <laughs> I was gonna say I think most of mine don't have don't have text either. Um, yeah, except for I guess Herman and Recluse has Orpheus, but it doesn't have like you know the the artist name and the yeah. Right. I think there seems to be like people are taking artwork more seriously. I think. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, my nominees for best album artwork. Which is maybe like our favorite category. I mean, we end up talking about album artwork on our podcast more often than not. So yeah, this yeah, is it's, it's a fun one. So many good ones this year, and we do have a couple similar nominations. So we'll see. Casey Musgraves, Golden Hour. Oh, okay. Playboy Cardi, Die Lit. Oh. Compro with Ski Mask. Or wait, Ski Mask. <laughs> ski Mask, Compro. Blood Orange, Negro Swan. Oh. Kids see ghosts. Kids see ghosts. Um, the winner. I really wanted to give this to Playboy Cardi because, I, like, just if you only consider the aesthetic of the album artwork, I think that's like my favorite one. That's such a good photo. I love that he's doing mm. a flip. He's like halfway through the flip, and the crowd's having fun. That's a great one. But the winner is. Blood Orange, Negro Swan. Nice. Yeah. Leave it to Blood Orange to win an aesthetic category, right? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, so you like you like these uh, photos, then I guess. Yes. Yeah. I'm oh, always. Okay. That's a that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, all these, like the Kid See Ghost one, for example. That's a beautiful like like artwork. But mm-hmm. 
I love when you just take a real photo, you slap it on there, kind of like what you were saying, no text or anything, just here's a photo and that's the album art. I always love that. Um, I think it's because the Mad Villainy is maybe my favorite art ever. So it's kind of influenced by that. It's just a realistic photo. Doesn't really say a whole lot. Um, yeah. But Blood Orange, kind of like with the album titles, uh, the logic in this pick is aesthetic appeal plus a relation to the album's like themes and experiences. Um, the artwork on this one, as you mentioned, it's it's a real photo. It's uh, It features, I actually looked this up, uh, Kai the Black Angel. Uh, he's the, the model in this uh, album art. He's hanging out of a car window. Uh, he's wearing like these green cargo pants, a white do-rag, and angel wings. And it just, I don't know, it's, it's a beautiful photo. Um, you know, if Blood Orange has any obvious strength, it's his ability to totally nail an aesthetic that's unique to him. Um, so it, it not only looks good, but if you look at the, the model on the cover, he looks like defeated or exhausted in a way. Um, he's kind of leaning on the car as he's hanging out of the window. It's not a very jubilant scene. Um, but this kind of ties into the themes of the record, uh, which Dev Hines, or, or Blood Orange, described as, quote, an exploration into my own and many types of black depression, an honest look at the corners of black existence, and the ongoing anxieties of queer people or people of color. Um, so I think the album cover kind of plays into that. I think it exhibits that thesis wonderfully. Uh, and it's just, you know, it, it's, a, it's a great photo, and it's beautiful to look at. So... In a year that had a lot of good album covers, there were plenty of other nominations um, that I could have thrown in that, but Blood mm -hmm. Orange, love it. Love Blood Orange. Nice. I like that explanation you gave. That was, that was nice. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. It's. I mean, this is my favorite award, I think, so I wanted to come correct a little bit. Yeah, yeah, this is a great one. Yeah. But, I mean, I expect, I mean, Blood Orange always has good, again, it's just he, he nails visuals and music video visuals album covers he, he's yeah. great at that his style i mean he's he's fantastic at all that stuff so yeah probably one of the more distinct r&b artists out there right now absolutely oh yeah i didn't even met like people who aren't familiar with blood orange this is like a or this album especially is a um it's it's r&b it has some hip-hop in it a lot of 80s sounds but it's very subdued as well it's very mm -hmm. moody i don't want to say it's like Frank Ocean's Blonde, but they're kind of working in the same neighborhood a little bit. Um, so there you go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's our, those are our Scopey Awards. Um, yeah. I, congratulations to all the winners. Yeah. Congrats. Congrats. Except for the disappointment winners. <laughs> right. Yeah. Congratulations. And then it's uh, Nas running off with an award like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I, I was kind of worried that we would just have the same winners after that Casey won, but no, we, we, yeah, yeah same we here, well. actually. So congratulations to Casey Musgraves on being the first two time winner of the Scopey Awards as everyone expected, I think, <laughs> given our That's general great. music taste. So, <laughs> um, this was fun. I think, I think this sounds like a winning, a winning segment. I think we'll do it again next year. Um, until then. Stay tuned for <laughs> the Songs of the Year podcast, which one of us is more prepared than the other one on that. Um, and then <laughs> stay tuned for our top 50 albums of the year, which you can soon find at 
under the scope site, S-I-T-E dot WordPress dot com. Uh, it'll be fun. And if you don't want to read the whole list, we'll give you a playlist at the end so you can just listen to it if, if you don't want to read. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. We, we, we care about you guys, you know? So Yeah. Gotta make things, you know, people are like, ah, oh, I don't want to read. Yeah. yeah. We get it. Right. Right. We love writing it, but you don't have to read it. But you should, because, you know, yeah, you want to know why we, we picked we it, right? We put a lot of work into it. So. Yeah. We don't want to just pick 50 albums. We want to explain why we did it, you know? It's not just, you know, yeah, what the hell is this? Yeah. Read it. Actually, you know what? Read it. Read it. <laughs> We're not giving you a playlist until you read it. Do, <laughs> yeah, right. do a book report, and then we'll give you, you a playlist. To, yeah, you have to come up to us with uh, with real specific examples. <laughs> Right, and there's no way that you just stop caring about it. Yeah, right. So, so yeah, uh, Patrick, thank you for uh, joining me on the first annual Scopies, the Scopie Awards 2018, hosted yes. by Will Brost and Patrick Anderson from the Under the Scope Theater in par- partially in St. Louis and partially in the Pacific Time Zone United States. <laughs> the first sports show to be in two different places at once. <laughs> right. It's, we're hosting the award show at, at my apartment, but <laughs> it's it's half hosted by a guy calling in from the Western United States. So, yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll see you soon in a way. I mean, you'll listen to us soon. Whatever. We'll be back soon with Songs of the Year. I'm excited for this one. This is going to be yes. awesome. So this, uh, this will be good. Until then, sayonara. This will be good as its own podcast and not a category. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep, yep. That's, that's a good point. Um, so, yeah, until then, peace. Bye-bye.